Hey guys, it's Annie. Welcome to today's podcast. Today is actually my son's 10th birthday and so in kind of celebration, but also going along with today's talk on our podcast, I just wanted to share a story about when he asked me in school or he asked me, mom, in school, would you rather be popular or smart? And I said, well, when I was in school, I would have chosen popular. But now that I know, I would have chosen smart because smart lasts. And he said, oh, Papa said the same thing. And um, I just thought it was a pretty awesome question for um, a 10-year-old or 9 at the time wanting to know. But just in reference to today's podcast, it's kind of in that place of what we're doing today to prepare for um, eternity, to prepare for tomorrow, to prepare for what we hand down to our kids, to prepare and do and invest diligently with um, what we are given. And so with that said, I hope you enjoy the podcast and don't forget to leave questions, leave reviews, um, answer the questions we ask you on the podcast or just other questions and answers that you may have for us to want to answer. Um, We'll see you then. Hi friends, welcome to the Bloom Strong Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Sad, alongside with your other host, Elizabeth Critton. This is a podcast where we connect as real women with real stories. All of us on here know how to laugh and have a good time, but it doesn't mean this is your typical brunch talk. As a disclaimer for our listeners, at times the stories and conversations may feel a bit too real because they are. We want these conversations with you, no matter how surface or deep they go, because real relationships don't just hang out at the shallow end where it is always sunny and safe. Your real tribe is willing to go with you into the deep and come out swimming with you on the other side. Ultimately, we are here to shine light where it is dim or dark and slay the lies in your life by covering them with God's truth. Our hope for everyone listening and joining us is to empower action, encourage hope, and equip you with the power tools to break through and be who you are made to be. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with a friend. Thank you for joining us. Now let's dive in. You want to know what really struck me today? Yeah. In Matthew, I don't remember what part. Well, it was when um, Simon Peter denied Jesus three times before the rooster crowed or whatever. He didn't even know that he was doing it until the rooster crowed because that's what Jesus told him. And he was like, oh my gosh, I did exactly what he said I would do. Like, but you know, like how, but he was under like high intensity, traumatic, like accusation, like being like, he probably felt like a wave tossed around in the ocean because of all the chaos and the emotions and this and this. And he, he defaulted to his humanness and he was like oh my gosh and then he and then it was like and he was like I did it Jesus told me I would do it and I did it and I thought I was stronger than that like I was like wow like how many times do we think we got it and then when pressure and like all this stuff happens we're like oh wow I really defaulted to my sinful nature yeah well and then just the reminder of um like that Jesus knew that was going to happen, right? 
And part of that is Jesus wasn't with him physically and he was alone and being that pressure was coming on him, but Jesus was with him because he told him this would happen. So it was like when all of this was coming at him and it felt like he was like having to fight for himself, he knew that Jesus was still with him because he knew this was going to happen. If he knew this was going to happen, then he is Jesus and he's, you know, he's going to take care of me. And so I feel like it was like this, oh my gosh, he did what I was going to say, but it almost like, or I did what he was going to say. But then it also is like, to me, it would feel this comforting that he's still with me. Like he is who he says he is like for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, to me, it's like Jesus take the wheel because you knew this was going to happen. Okay. I'm not all I thought I was and I, all I thought I could be without you. And it just like, so Jesus take the wheel. And also like you, I can't be so proud and think like I've got it and I'm, and I'm strong because without you, I'm not. I love that. And I love, I was reading, I think it's also in Matthew, might be in a couple other places, but when he's like, blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are, you know, all of these unfortunate circumstances that bring you close to me because that's where you're strengthened and healed and like so much better than you are without me. Because if you don't have a need for him or recognize you have a need for him, you will probably like have an emotional breakdown, (laughs) like, you know, because you just can't do it in your strength. And I think it's so funny when people are like, oh, they look at Christians like you and I who are like chasing after the Lord, right? Like we've had, we've had things happen to bring us to that place where we were poor in spirit and we were like well like I'm lost like I can't do this all in my strength and then they but they think like oh that's too much for me like I couldn't be like that that's weird um I'm gonna judge those people for being so like on fire for the Lord but it's like no literally like God would rather have us be hot or completely cold than lukewarm and like I mean, it's really hard to receive it as a blessing when you're in that really hard place, but to be able to be someone that's walked through it and through it and, and, and in it and through it there and be able to be like on the other side, I mean, like, I know you might not see it right now, but like God is working and this is like a huge blessing for your life where he's going to take the dust and the, the pieces that have crumbled and just molded into something that only he could do and you couldn't even do without him you know it's no we were created to need and to um rely on his strength and I think a lot if you can see it in the world a lot of people are relying on the strength of another person to need God's to need God to lean on him um, for his strength to be made perfect in our weakness. You can see it walking out our design, craving that, but it comes in an unhealthy way where we are leaning on someone else to be our strength, someone else to come in and do it for us, someone else to give us the money, someone else to give us the need. And we're not in it. So it's part of our design, but we're we're going at it to be met in an illegitimate way when it's, when we find that, when we get it met in the way that we were created to get it met through God, how he is our strength. 
it's such a fulfilling and peaceful and relaxed and freeing way versus um, trying to get it met through a person. And so it's, it is a really beautiful thing because it's how we were created and he is what gives us what we need. Um, and so way we look like, oh, look at them. They, they like lean so much on God and God is their whole world and yada, yada, yada. But what is your whole world if God's not your whole world? Oh, it's so good. I was reading, I read Matthew this morning, so we're going to get a lot from there. Um, and they talked about, um, there was 10 virgins awaiting the bridegroom and there was five of them that were fun and then five of them that were smart. And so the five that were fun had a little bit of oil and then something else. I don't remember. And then, but the smart ones had like full oil in their lanterns. So they had light. And so what happened was, is that they, the fun ones waited and waited with the other smart ones. And eventually their light went out and they're like, oh no, because I spent my money only partially on the oil that I needed in order to be able to see my savior. Um, I have to go to town. So the five had to go to town to get more oil. They weren't diligent with where they're investing. And the other five had enough light um, that they intelligently, um, you know, invested in the oil because they wanted to be able to see the bridegroom. And, um, and so then by the time the five fun virgins got back, the, five smart virgins were already with the bridegroom in the door or in like this closed room. Um, and they couldn't, the fun ones couldn't come in. Um, and so just as a woman, especially in the stage of life where you and I are so blessed to have been brought to this place where we're like, okay, like we know that we must surrender all and like just soak up all the goodness of God's word and be a part of the active body of Christ and be thinking about how we want to live diligently and intelligently and um, invest in the things that matter rather than the things that waste away Um, and where we put our heart value like that matters to God and Jesus talked about that and I just think that that's so affirming and confirming especially for this day and age because we have so many quick fixes that make us feel like we are like oh I've got this part of my life down now and it is like closer to perfection but like only God God's word and his work in us will bring us to the fullness of perfection one day and until then we're imperfect on a journey to be perfected by Christ I just was like, oh, that's so good. I've never really paid attention much to that story before. And I just really liked it. So I challenge you um, to listen to that or read that in the Bible. It is really good. And when I feel like the more I read, as the more I mature and really just surrender my heart in my way, um, you do hear more of his heart and truth in such a more saturated rich way um because I know like when I first started when you first start reading I feel like as an immature like growing Christian I feel like I'm like that 
teenager that just, mom, don't tell me. Like, I already know. I know everything. Don't, you don't need to tell me. Like, but as you grow, you become more like, whoa, I have so much to learn. And it's exciting and it's humbling. Um, but it just hits so much better. It's kind of like if I went to college now, I would enjoy the classes so much more than when I was 18 years old and had no idea and just wanted to have fun and, and just enjoy life. Um, there's a difference. And when you're ready to really receive some of those things, and it doesn't mean you shouldn't start doing it now, but there is a surrendering and a maturing that makes hearing those stories so much more impactful and valuable to your journey as you get closer to him. Yeah, I love that. So this is Matthew 25, a parable about 10 virgins. At the time my coming draws near, heaven's kingdom realm can be compared to 10 maidens who took their oil lamps and went outside to meet their, the bridegroom and his bride. Five of them were foolish and ill-prepared. They took no extra oil for their lamps. Five of them were wise and sensible, for they took flasks of olive oil with their lamps. When the bridegroom didn't come, when they expected, they all grew drowsy and fell asleep. Then suddenly, in the middle of the night, they were awakened by a shout. Get up! The bridegroom is here! Come out and have an encounter with him. So all the girls got up and trimmed their lamps, but the foolish ones were running out of oil. So they said to the five wise ones, share your oil with us, because our lamps are going out. We can't, they replied. We don't have enough for all of us. You have to go and buy some for yourselves. While the five girls went out buying oil, the bridegroom appeared. Those who were ready and waiting with waiting were escorted inside with him and the wedding party to enjoy the feast. And the door was locked. Later, the five foolish girls came running up to the door and pleaded, Lord, Lord, let us come in. But he called back, go away. Do I know you? I can assure you, I don't even know you. That is the reason you should always stay awake and be alert because you don't know the day or the hour when the bridegroom will appear. Um, that is really cool because <laughs> this is so silly and I don't know story to be continued in whatever God is doing in that because yesterday I got in my car and, um, I, Oh, it was out of gas. And normally I was like, Oh, I'll just see if I can make it to the, the gas station. But I was like, no, I'll just, I'll grab the gas tank, the extra gas I have, and I'll put it in the back of the car just in case. And, um, and I remember as I was driving, it felt very weird because that's not normally how I do it. Like I don't usually prepare myself in that way. And it felt very like something, like I said, it felt very like interesting. Like there's something deeper in this <laughs> silly little like thought about preparation and how we prepare. And, um, because just, I just was like, Oh, it's not a big deal. Like if I ran, out, I doubt I'll run out of gas, but if I did like all of the things that would unfold, that I'd have to do, it was just, it's just very interesting. I feel like this, you speaking about this, there's something's moving in this word of just preparation and awake and alert. It's crazy. Oh, it's so cool though to like, 
see that confirmation move through the body of Christ. Like, I think that that's what is one way that God really wants to confirm us and speak to us a lot of times. And it could be like, if I didn't have friends that were like pursuing a relationship with him and hearing from him and like openly sharing, it would be hard. Like it would be a little harder than it is. So a question for our listeners, I think would be, what are you investing in now? Um, and how does this, you know, this passage, Matthew 25, the parable of the about 10 virgins speak to your heart um, and just kind of praying over that and asking God what he wants you to take away from that in this, in this season of your life. We hope that this episode of the Bloom Strong podcast blessed your life and added so much value to your day. If you'd like to partner with us and support us, go to www.bloomstrongministries.org. You can find us on social media at Bloom Strong Ministries.